Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things that you think is anything else to tell the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Eli Uden. There is no Kath this week. She was. Her essence was shrunk down into a tiny glass sphere, a little marble-like creation, and that's now imprisoned. We have to free her, but we didn't have time. Oh, this week we're gonna. We just get on found it. out this morning. Yeah, she just texted us from the sphere. From she's in there like a little Pokemon. She's in the ball. Uh, Kath is stuck in the ball. <laughs> I'm in this sphere. I can't. I can't make it to the show. I'm in. I'm in this sphere. Yep, it's part of its. There's some sort of uh, uh, evil wizard or lich holding. It's it's a necklace around his neck. We have to go. It's a whole thing. But it's like the Care Bears movie. Is that is that right? I don't remember. I think I think there's something like people getting trapped in in like diamonds or something in the Care Bears movie. So. People always get yeah. It's a, it's a common movie. People getting trapped in some sort of little gem. It's kind of a common. Feel thing. free to fact check me. Yeah. You know, just one of those natural human fears of being trapped in a gem. So I hate to be in, a, in. <laughs> trapped in some kind of gem. Yeah, yeah. that's not what you want. But we have a special ah, guest, <laughs> a special guest in, in lieu of, of Kath, uh, writer, tank top uh, evangelist himself. Mike Scollins, everybody, is with hey. us here on the pod. Thanks for having me. Collins, oh, yeah. ready <laughs> I'm glad to hear that Kath has service in the sphere and she can still like text you guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, not to be it's cruel. just not good enough yeah. to get a, to do video. So we couldn't do Zoom. You know, she has her laptop right. in there, too. She's really she's but got a good like, setup in there. If her phone's yeah, got games, she's fine for a while. Yeah. 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 She's playing. She's, she's playing Candy Crush. Fun. She's playing. She's playing one of those makeover games where uh, some like a, a series of insane things happen and you end up <laughs> out in the rain. Yeah. You know, after you're like husband cheats on you when you're pregnant or what, you know, one of those games. Those things fun, fun, have fun gotten game. criminal. <laughs> are you, Mike, are you aware of these like makeover game ads on Instagram and stuff? That's like a woman covered in like, like shit and like her hair's all fucked up. Uh, I am. And, and only until recently, I assumed that they were like fake spam things. And I do think that they're still spam, but also those games exist. Like it's a thing that you could play. And I didn't realize that. Yeah, but apparently a lot of the games like that aren't what the game is. And if no, you they're the just comments, like matching games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just it's it, all bejeweled. They're always just like yeah, it's all bejeweled, and it's like, well, wh- why can't I? Yeah, well, I don't get to shave anyone's legs or or their mustache <laughs> in this or whatever. You know, like whatever the, whatever the game seems to promise. I got served one that really crossed the line for me. It was the stinky lady. And she was on the subway. So that is already disconcerting because I'm like, are you using my GPS to know that I'm in New York? And she was on the subway and holding her arm up and uh, a literal like stream of sweat was shooting out of her armpit and into a guy's mouth that was sleeping on the subway. I hate <laughs> when oh, that happens. This is... What's the premise of the game? To get her clean? To yeah. wake him up? To clean him up. Clean her up. Clean her I, up. Yeah. That guy might get be her. Get yourself together, woman. <laughs> yeah. Just teach her to take to have some gut. It's a game where you teach her to have some goddamn self respect. Um, yeah, she was she was she was she was getting off a of your subway stop. It was pretty messed up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these but, these ads are getting like threats. Like it's really yeah yeah. Well, I already have a weird thing where my my personal subway stop is apparently like a, a meme thing now. Like I see all these memes about my subway stop, so that is worrying. Um, but yeah, people seem to be obsessed because there's a, a tight little group. I mean, I don't want to dox myself here. 
but there's like a tight little grouping of like a Popeyes and a Checkers and stuff, and it's like, I don't know, it's ley lines, you know, it's it's just a, one of those magical locations that seem, people seem to be drawn to. I guess. Now, how many paces would you say that you live from this Popeyes, for instance? Just, you know, we're not going to say which direction, you know. Uh. <laughs> what are my bearings from there? What am I? Well, my latitude and longitude. Flies. Yeah. My yeah. latitude and longitude are, are here. So uh, that would be good, you know. Let's see. But I don't know. I, I didn't know the, that, the lore yeah. of my subway stop before I got here. Yeah. Oh, wow. This game really is just uh, Project Makeover, which is one of those games. Really is just a. It's just a matching game. Like what about what a? Come on, man. What is this? Yeah. This is Stinky Subway Lady. Well, it's one of them. Yeah. Okay. Is it at least themed that? Is are you matching like germs? Is like a Doctor Mario situation, and then you get her. There's like high heels in there occasionally. So I guess that's you know the more high heels you get, the more classy lady you are, or something. I don't. I don't know. That would that'll be help, cool. That'll help mask the stink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, look at the long gams on that stinky lady over there. <laughs> she stinks. Put some heels on, lady. <laughs> get it. Get it together. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that I would like that if it was like, you know, it was like you mat. It's like germs, and you and then you could have like a little battle mode where you're both attempt. You and a friend are trying to clean up the lady faster. You know, like a street street fighter puzzly sort of situation. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're not, none of them. <laughs> Mike is a big fan of the soundboard so far. Really, really loves the. Power Spencer with two in jam. How do you always yeah. have the perfect one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Well, I mean, speaking of armpits too, I am always endlessly fascinated by your. The fact that an enduring piece of your personal lore in culture is now a tank top guy. It's it it's true. Um and yeah, we, we should he, say that you were a writer on the on late night with Seth Myers. That, that you're not just like a, yeah, and, and that's where this is coming from. No, Mike just sells in case tank tops. Not aware. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh I, I one time uh wore a tank top to not even an in-person office meeting, to a Zoom meeting. And was just immediately roasted. And then people got it in their heads that I wear a tank top all the time. And it's like, no, I wore it once. It went awful for me. And then never again. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you probably dislike tank tops because of that experience more than most people do. Kind of. Yeah. And it was like, you know, a room with very good joke writers. So if it was something that was happening to someone else, it would have been hysterical. But they were all just like home run jokes about tank top. <laughs> And like not having the proper arms for a tank top in addition to it not being very professional. Yeah. I mean, it was like, was it like a night shirt or was it because was it a shirt that was already reserved completely for like around the house situations? No, I'm embarrassed to say like I did. I had like worn it outside the house that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a so tank top. Who fucking cares? <laughs> You're yeah. just running through all those. Looked, I thought I thought it looked nice. Thank you. I, the, uh, the, the, you, you spent like a couple minutes gassing yourself up in front of the mirror. It's like time to try out my new shirt. And then everybody just immediately smacked you down brutally. T- That's the thing. Down. It's I like you got to tell yourself like vibrant man. <laughs> <laughs> I made this choice. I got to stick with it. I can't like pretend my camera's not working anymore and change. Or <laughs> just like a, like a story of like a guy like trying out a new hat, you know, like I think I can pull this off oh, and boy. then like. Slam dunking it into the garbage before he gets to the corner because people are like, like somebody looks at him the wrong way. It's like, um, I knew it. But the thing is, if that guy 
was always a hack guy, it would have been completely fine. It's like anytime you try something new, people are like, yeah. oh, we're going to roast you for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, that's what you get. Um, You're trying to better yourself? I don't uh, think so, buddy. And then, yeah, it's like if you're friends with, you know, comedians, it's like the the meaner the better so it's like you'd wear the hat they'd make fun of it you'd slam dug into the trash you'd show up the next time and the first thing somebody would be like where's the hat <laughs> giving up on the hat so cool so soon i mean that was uh, the thing it <laughs> felt like it felt like if you uh joined a uh, like a roast battle without knowing what one was <laughs> so i was just like what's <laughs> happening to me <laughs> everyone's being very, so mean that's a very funny bit Who's, of like i've i've done many themed stand-up shows where at least one person gets there without realizing it was themed, but did not realize that roast battle was a thing. And you're just like, oh, funny name. <laughs> and everyone was just being mean to you. Yeah, just like doing a dumb theme show and then like a real comedian shows up, like somebody who you're happy to get like, this is a what? Ugh, okay, yeah, what do I have to do? <laughs> All right, well, I wish I had a heads up so I could have had a rebuttal, but okay. <laughs> yeah. You're I just doing... I would have lied and said I had a spot somewhere, uh, somewhere more important than this, so yeah. I wouldn't have to do this. <laughs> Every, every I got a split. I'm doing Carnegie <laughs> Hall. Yeah. yeah every time it's your turn. Carnegie Hall. Yeah. Every time it's your turn, you just do a piece of your material, and then it goes back to the other person just being <laughs> incredibly mean to you. Yeah. So online dating's tough, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> like, right yeah, nice arms, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, what else? What else did I want to talk about? It's like you're supposed to talk about him. It's a, you're supposed to make fun of him. Uh, yeah. Man, no, that would be uh. The, the theme thing is, I saw the opposite too, which is even more fun. I went to a theme show and it was the opposite where only one person had realized it was a theme show. So they did everything right. And it looked like they were insane because everyone else just did their set. And then they were like, is this not a fucking like themed? And all of their jokes were like about a specific thing. But everyone in the audience is like, this Favorite. person's a freak. It's like that very <laughs> famous photo of uh, Katie Dippold where she went oh, to yeah. a home party dressed as the Babadook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no, everyone else was just a normal clothes drinking wine. <laughs> yeah, this turns out this stand up oh, show. She had did a it right. It was a Halloween a, party. <laughs> yeah. It turns out this stand up show had a more of a do no effort, make no effort, and know nothing about the show you're doing vibe right. versus me being a little nerd, a little, uh, you know, uh, just, just on time with my little notebook full of appropriate themed jokes. No good. It's like, is this, like a, is this not a nude show? Well, I don't understand. I thought I, I thought I was supposed to be nude for this. That would be a good one to show up. I don't know what was going on there. Like how I get it. And I know that they paint that shit is like freeing or whatever. But like how just what a direct form of debasement to be mm. like, people will only come watch me do this if I'm going to be naked during it. Like. Just devalue the the you know your actual stand up where it's like people are like you're telling jokes. Maybe I'll watch if you take all those clothes off for me. Yeah, <laughs> just man. this like in crazy. my uh, early twenties at the Del Close Marathon, I did uh, strip prov, which was naked improv, which I would say is debasing yourself even more than naked stand up. <laughs> That's true. That I would is... agree with this. Also, and I was like, but you know what, baby, it's stage time at the UCB. I don't get it off. <laughs> yeah. Look, if I want to get not the paid here, five a.m. slot. <laughs> if I want to perform here for free in the future, I got to pay my dues. You know. And then ten years later, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking doing that show? The image if I of- want to pay to perform here in the future, please let's be clear. <laughs> Someday I could buy props for my own sketches. Um, you know, it's good. Uh, I just I love- have to show my full dick first. <laughs> <laughs> also, just the the the. 
the like I the image of leaning against a back wall naked is Ooh. horrible. Like it's not. I mean, a good leaning look. against that UCB wall and the like fully clothed is a little grimy. <laughs> yeah, which is that's like not I can't wait to see a thirty-year-old's penis tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Never misses. Yeah. Jokes just hit harder when somebody knows if you're circumcised or not. You know, that's <laughs> part of comedy. Um, yeah. I'm going to tag in. I'm going to tag in. I got a good one here. <laughs> just every... I think that's part you of it. Like, also your penis. <laughs> <laughs> you tag everyone out and then just helicopter your dick in the middle of the stage. It's, um, every, like, every required physical motion in improv is so already kind of degrading and like like wiping a scene with your dick flopping around right. it's like so awful a <laughs> lot of a lot of fast movements in improv not so yeah, much like stand up jumping yeah, on yeah. backs and stuff yeah and a lot of sitting down yeah we're at the dmv like a... and we're naked what this is crazy <laughs> feels like a guaranteed at least once per show like somebody sitting on their ball which that would be pretty funny <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, pretty that's pretty good <laughs> one of those nasty old like ucb improv chairs but then telling uh, your parents driving the, the next car. day, like, no, driving. comedy's going really well for me. Yeah, it's going good. <laughs> no, my parent, your parents come to the show. <laughs> <laughs> for was, years, uh, I've been trying to get you guys to show up, and you come to the 5 a.m. Del Close <laughs> Marathon. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, a, it was, just, it was my 301 uh, grad class. It just, you know, we decided to do it naked. We thought it'd be fun. Uh, it'll be good. You know, the friends who have, haven't yet, who have somehow not stopped coming to these things right. uh, are coming to my. 2 p.m. Saturday graduation show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you do. That's, those are the best shows, is the show that was just started by somebody whose friends are still friends with them that aren't in comedy. <laughs> the guaranteed audience of all their that's, friends. That's who you got. That's that's who you got to farm. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the that's the business. Yeah. It's well, really great. I remember there was some stand-up show that booked one improv group a week, like every time. For a very short amount of time, and the producer was just like, "We just do that for audience. We hate improv, but we do this so that people show up and Buddy, listen to us." Eight people bring eight people, so uh, yeah. Man. Oh yeah, and they're enthusiastic, you know. So that's yeah, that's right. That's yeah. I I, I think we're talking about the same show, Yul. I, I definitely have done a show. <laughs> yeah, um, enthusiastic to a fault, maybe uh, would be what some people would say. Depends. To be clear, depends. I absolutely love improv. Uh, and I love the idea of these shows, but it is jarring to go from improv to stand up. Yeah, well, it's and also to improv. I mean, it's the same with stand up too. It's like there's there's very good improv. Like I've you know I've laughed very hard at like Ask Cat or whatever, but you know one on one shows are not good improv. Whatever it is, it is. I also remember how like compared to stand up though, walking in because I used to when I did mod, you know, we would show up. I'd show up like half an hour before the mod show, and it would be halfway through an improv show. Like stand up, if you walk in late, you can still follow it. You're not, but walking half an hour late into an improv show is like, you feel like you're going insane because somebody will just be like, being like, they'll just be like, better get on the bus. And then like everybody laughs harder than you've ever (laughs) heard in your life. And like, what the fuck are they talking about? Very unsettling. Oh, but yeah. Well, should we do like, some news? And the person oh, next to you, was that a callback? Just like That's, really loud. You're on third beats now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone should be noting down all of the references on a whiteboard at the back so that anybody walks in late can understand what's funny and why. You what know? you're missing is that she wanted to be a bus driver her whole life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now they're all on a bus. Ah, tugging at the heartstrings, you know. 
Uh, but yeah, should we should we get into some news, some numbers? Let's do it. Number five. <laughs> Uh, number five uh, comes to us from uh, the restaurant world. Um, this is from Eater, and it's a story about a place that uh, I have long been pleased to see uh, that it somehow remains open, although we'll see uh, based on this. It's uh, Jekyll and Hyde in the <laughs> lower Manhattan in the, in the, in the village. Um, it is uh, the owner of Jekyll and Hyde uh, is facing up to 30 years in prison because he uh, and he pleaded guilty already to uh, federal relief fraud and wire fraud. He bought a house in Nantucket with his COVID money uh, to keep Jekyll and Hyde. No, did he have a dick so long that he could suck it, or is that unrelated? <laughs> I think that's I think that's unrelated. Uh, wow, he, yeah, he he three point two million dollars apparently is is the the amount that he got uh, from the PPP loans and the uh, emergency injury disaster loan program. To pay for non-business items, including the vacation home in Nantucket, uh, which I'm surprised he was able to get more in addition to the vacation home in Nantucket for three million dollars, because I feel like a shack in Nantucket is like millions of dollars. So that's, that's yeah. interesting. Um, well, it was not. You know, how do you justify? I'm sorry. How do you justify that amount of money, even to say it's for my Jekyll and Hyde restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like that should that should immediately be a red flag. In addition, it's for, uh, it's for funds. werewolf werewolf makeup maintenance. <laughs> Oh, and, that's, and you say that's $3 million. Okay. <laughs> it's good werewolf makeup. He looks like a real werewolf. Sometimes uh, the cops come because they, they get calls. There's a real werewolf. Spooky. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, oh, I, I, would, I would love to see the itemized. I, I would. That might be the only tax like audit, like tax documents I'd ever read for fun, are the write-offs for Jekyll and Hyde, the Halloween-themed year-round bar. Yeah, trying <laughs> oh, to claim that bad. Jekyll and Hyde are two different people, so like different <laughs> dependents. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this okay. Actually, Jekyll, I I feel like an idiot here. Um, Jekyll and Hyde closed last like a year ago, last June. I, so you threw me when you, you said it was still open. I yeah. I guess I guess I was just keeping hope alive because I was always like, we got to go there. We got to figure out a way to go there. You know, I gotta experience this place, and now I never can. So that's it. Yeah, I missed they my went chance. bankrupt. I, Maybe I'm wrong, but there yeah. was a minute where there were multiple Jekyll and Hydes, right? Like he had a couple. Yeah, there were of ones in like Times Square. It was it was always insane to me that this is the one that stayed open because like there aren't right. as many tourists in the like in the village. Like there are tourists in the village, but not like you know what you picture going to like a New York theme restaurant. You know what I mean? You know, like maybe it wasn't a tourist you know place. I mean? Maybe it was like the locals Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, it yeah. was the good one. Yeah, it opened old... at 10 a.m. People would just go. <laughs> that was somebody's cheers. At the bar, at, yeah, yeah, very depressing. All the ve- um, yeah, all the veterans who used to work at Hobbit Houses are at the bar, <laughs> belly up, <laughs> the bottle in front of them. But the thing, I mean, I'm guessing it's like West Village, so maybe it's just like was completely surviving on like like NYU kids who thought it was funny like to go there. I mean, but- I mean, it's right around the corner from uh, or, or or very close to uh, Caliente Cab Company, which is which is a, a big like margarita spot, and oh, yeah. maybe people just get drunk and then go there for another drink. But that's not enough to keep it open you know um <laughs> going there uh, yeah, drunk i don't know and getting s- so scared that you throw up on the table right exactly <laughs> the first time someone scares you <laughs> you throw should up. we go to bleaker street pizza which is like a block away or should we go get some like you know spooky chicken fingers or whatever you know what's the what's the, what's the move here we're hammered i think you know my vote <laughs> I feel like scaring people at a restaurant is such a massive choking hazard. <laughs> like just in general, it seems very dangerous. Interesting, um, I have yeah. to imagine looking at this picture of Jekyll and Hyde, 
from the outside, like I would say it doesn't look mega clear that it is a restaurant full of monsters. <laughs> like I feel like there's definitely some people walked in there like with their parents because just like, oh, this is right around here. We can go. And then we're just well, the like, website's Why? still here. So, so it says, oh, wow, it's blasting me with music. Um, <laughs> the Jekyll and Hyde Monster Mash has autoplay no, on? Like, something very like, very like uh, Phantom of the Opera E, but it, it does okay. say on the website, um, something unusual happens every 10 minutes at the Jekyll and Hyde Club. Our guests <laughs> are warned. So that's every 10 minutes is too often for the same. Too unusual often. Thing I, I, I agree. I agree yeah. with that. It's quite a lot. Uh, like, I would love to be 40 minutes into meeting. dinner. You're like, well, we know that the skeleton's about to pop out again. Yeah. It seems like it would also, you know. There's just a clear place. Like, there's like a cabinet that opens. Like, oh, he's going to go. All right. He's going to go again. We're about, it's been about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the one nice thing is it probably helps with table turnover where, you know, you don't have people sitting and chatting for an hour and a half after dinner's over. <laughs> you know, once they've done, they paid the check, they're probably like, well, if we want to talk, we should go somewhere where something unusual doesn't happen every 10 minutes, somewhere we can focus oh, man. a little the more. Me- the menu's not even themed, which is unfortunate. I thought the yeah. menu would have... Okay, the cocktails have some scary names a little bit, but the but the food, like, Bucatini alla Matriciana. Ooh! You know, like a <laughs> it's little... right there, Spucatini. Why? It's, <laughs> it's shocking that I've never been to this place for as long as I lived in New York, because it's, it's a place that's very up my alley. But yeah, is it yeah. like... Is it themed inside of like it's kind of gothic or is it does it look like you walked into a haunted house like at how oh, i think it's very much like ghouls and goblins it not, is it's not like it's not like cosmic horror themed it's not like you know it's not chills it's more of a jump scare restaurant situation that doesn't feel like jekyll and hyde to me yeah i don't know my idea I mean, it should my, be my, like it should be like meat pies and shit anyway because it's all right like all, i don't think of like coffins and skeletons when i think of jekyll and Hyde. yeah at the very least there should be a lot of test tube shots there that should be a big test tube shot place yeah that's you know, that is true and with they, one and they a have, night let's see the actual jekyll and hyde potion will it be okay, you? The, the signature, <laughs> signature cocktails the bermuda triangle twin sisters kiss of death Cherry teas, pucker vodka, and Seven Up. Now that just sounds like a nice, oh. a nice drink. <laughs> I would drink uh, that, yeah. But the, the the big one here, and this is the one that has the like the special little like uh, font: Death by Poison, Doctor Jekyll's Ultimate Demise. And it's uh, vodka, light rum, gin, tequila, triple sec, Pepsi, sour mix, fresh lemon, mint. That just sounds like it's like a Long Island. It's a Long mint. Island. Yeah, it's <laughs> a Long Island iced tea, which is a potion is, of death. And this is Death by Poison. That's that's correct. Yeah. Um, only I other thing gonna, I'll note on the. Go ahead. I was just saying, I was at Dave and Buster's this Friday, just hanging out, you know. Did you get a Long Island? Uh, no, but they offer them, and I was just like, God, what a dark place. To... <laughs> and they were advertising, a, it was a Jameson Long Island iced tea, and I was like, I mean, that cannot, it's not like Jameson is Irish the, the whisk- top Irish shelf shit. Yeah, because the thing with the Long Island iced teas is that there's not enough different types of liquor in there. That's what they're trying, that's what they, the, the like, thing Irish they whiskey cracked. tastes strong. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. I, I yeah, I I have not done the Dave and Buster. We the, yeah. the closest thing I did to that was we went to uh, Tonic on the West Side one time. I probably have told this story. We walked in and it's like it's definitely like a Times not it's not Times Square, but it's like a touristy kind of area. And uh, it's, I mean the bar's gone now, but uh, they were playing the Venga Bus like as we walked in. It was like, <laughs> what? and then uh, we all got Incredible Hulks. That's what we drank for the night. Um, uh, What's an Incredible Hulk? And, hypnotic and Hennessy, so it turns green mm. like the Hulk. 
That would be, um, I would watch that fight if they were like, there's two boxers, one has been drinking Incredible Hulks all night, and the other has been <laughs> drinking Long Island iced tea. You'd have a showdown. Two drinks that just absolutely destroy you. Um, yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, so, so well, I guess that's, I'm, I'm sad to, to, to see that Jekyll and Hyde is gone. I, I guess I, I missed, like I said, I missed my chance. Um, I'm disappointed and, that the menu was not themed. Uh, that seems like a missed opportunity in my, to me. Um, Mm-hmm. It is. A, there's a weird ellipsis after wings and no other menu item. So that's that's weird. The, there's like a little bit of mystery surrounding the wings. wings dot dot dot. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you got to give a little bit of credit. It's a, it's it's hard just to uh, open a restaurant. A lot fail, and that has been open for a very long time. If it just closed yeah. last yes. year. Well, I love. So is this man going to prison? Uh, uh, well, he pled guilty. So we'll years. see. Oh, Hopefully, gosh. give him some. <laughs> but here's another bye thing. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> they when they filed for bankruptcy, one of the things that w- they owed in 2022 was 1.5 million dollars in unpaid rent. Which how long were they letting Jekyll and Hyde skate on rent? Like how much goodwill have you built as a spooky restaurant that people are letting you run up to a, a million and a half dollars in unpaid rent? Like I guess yeah, I want to say like, once I hit a million, my landlord would kick me out. Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe the landlord was just like, I don't want to have to go in there. Can you imagine evicting a, a Halloween themed restaurant? Just a nightmare. To no, no pun intended. Just like the amount of like weird masks and like. You yeah. think he was too scared to evict them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't want to get Jekyll or Hyde. There's no way to know. <laughs> Which one is he today? I've got some bad. Are you Jekyll or Hyde? You got to tell me. You you have to tell me before <laughs> I show Hyde, up. You legally have to tell me. <laughs> yeah, I can't. So. I can't always tell from the accent. They're they're, not, they're a little too similar. Mm-hmm. Um. I, yeah. I mean, you're gonna look at his uh, top hat and see if it's all scrunched up, weird looking. Then that's then you right, Jekyll. Yeah. Then you the, know. the the one. The one uptown had a big skeleton, like doffing a top hat, like above the awning, which they did not have at this one. This one just has, it's just like, you know, but the font, like a couple of the letters are like almost falling off, which is a nice yeah. little touch there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they should open it. They got to open another theme restaurant there. It can't, they can't open like a, I don't know, uh, another Australian like coffee and brunch place, which seems to be like the main thing that's coming here. That's the, for Australia is giving yeah. us all their action stars and their coffee and brunch places. And look, all the brunch places are good. They're all very Instagram ready. They all have this, a very similar look. Um, yeah. but, uh, you know, we Someone need some like sunburned weird. cow or some shit, right? Well, I that place, know. yeah, I, I, that was, a, that was a big brunch place in the old days. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Sunburn cat. That takes me back. That was all the way. That was all the way East. Anyway, great great radio for people that don't live in New York. Anyway, RIP to Jekyll and Hyde. Um, and uh, I'll send a picture of the little skeleton guy. It's a stock photo, so do Please not disseminate. Do, do not Thank disseminate. You. Not for public release. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is better than I was expecting. Okay. Yeah. Now, and this, I think it mo- I think you know it what you're signing How do I not Cedars. remember walking past this man? You blocked it <laughs> this, out well, as This a is not the one trauma. in the village. This is... This is the one uptown somewhere. Yeah, but I've been uptown. I, you'd think that that would be a core memory of uptown for me. Yeah. Just in it's general, the, just being in midtown Manhattan on the west right. side. Right. It would be like the, the marker I would use whenever giving tourist directions of like, if you hit the skeleton <laughs> tipping his hat, you've gone too far. I think that's a good rule regardless of directions. Yeah, that's just in north. life. 
in life, if you ever see a skeleton tipping yeah, his hat at you, uh, you've gone too far. <laughs> you're in trouble. Um, this is uh, also you can see there's machinery in there, so the arm moves, which I think is pretty tight. It looks like it moves. That is incredible. Yeah, it's like that horse statue at the Denver airport. The guy who built this died while he was making it, and his spirit now lives in the hat tipping skeleton. Um, <laughs> he, he got struck by lightning while, while he was finishing the last touch. Yeah, unrelated. He didn't die because he was working on this. He just got struck by lightning at home, and uh, he's like, died. "Yeah, he's like Chucky. He got he was he was saying an incantation after getting just airholed by a couple of detectives, or right." <laughs> but that, I feel like just Chucky never started? belongs in front of struck by lightning. <laughs> yeah. You were fine. Oh, yeah. He was just struck by lightning outside his home. He's like Jim Caviezel on The Passion. Yeah. He was fine. He got struck by lightning. In the hospital. I was struck by lightning. Okay, anything else we should know about? Nope, that's the main thing. The lightning thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, speaking of unfortunate events, should we, should we do number four? Let's do it. Number four. Number four. This comes to us. Th- that last story you may not may be surprised to hear is just from Patty. Just something he was looking up on his own time. Yeah, I have a Google alert for Jekyll and Hyde and uh, <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde owner crime. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it finally paid off. I had it for a long time. Yeah. Uh, this one comes to us from uh, Livy Rizzed Baby Gronk, I guess. Is, I believe, no. The name in the Discord. We need to make some kind of media pact to not cover any of this stuff anymore. We need to we need you just agree ethically. It's, no one's talking about it anymore. Um, it's the same as Tori Spelling and her husband announcing they're getting divorced again. They announce that every six months. No more free publicity. Enough. You know, uh, no, yeah. no headlines. Get him out of here. Have the paperwork. <laughs> and you Enough. might be thinking to yourself, man, that's probably the worst display name I'm going to hear all episode. And you would be wrong. <laughs> wow. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this news comes. Uh, this is about a condo um, that is in uh, um, they're just saying where I, I don't know where it is but you know it's a condo and uh, unfortunately the condo is right next to a golf course and the uh, people who live in the condo in the Boston area okay oh. yeah Bellerica. Are you familiar with B- Bellerica? Is that a, is that a Massachusetts town? What? I don't. I am from Massachusetts, and I do not know where that is. Yeah, that Say sounds like a payday loan business. Bellerica. Bill Erica. It's a town. In, it's a, it's in Middlesex County. Does that do anything for you? Middlesex County does. Yeah. Um. That's not. Okay. That's not close to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Well, if you've ever been there, uh, I would recommend some sort of helmet because apparently I am seeing a picture. It is quite close to the golf course, <laughs> which seems to be part of the problem here. That. Uh, Basically, they are being pelted 24-7 with golf balls at all times, (laughs) and uh, they are calling, uh, as you do, for town leadership to intervene. Um, There are some pictures here. Uh, I'll just send the link to the the story so you guys could see. I was like, oh, maybe that once in a while, an errant ball lands in your yard. These people's houses, there's a picture of a garage door here that looks oh, like no. a gunfight happened in front of it. <laughs> Their houses are legitimately and fully fucked up from these golf balls. Um, these look intentional. Like, this is not like a couple bad swings. Yeah. Yeah, like even the the, the the size of the dents and stuff. Yeah, like you said, it's like this doesn't seem like something went off course. It's these dents look like somebody did it from three feet away as hard as they could into the garage door. Oh, 
Yeah. I mean, maybe, also I, like, maybe, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, Belrica. Sorry. Oh, okay. Is that why? Okay. <laughs> Belrica. I should have, no, sorry. I should have picked up on that with Bill Erica. I'm sorry. Uh, Bill and Eric. It's named after Bill and Erica, the couple yeah. that founded and the town. Their house is destroyed now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I feel like the like the golf course should just pay like uh, like a rolling yearly. We're gonna refurbish every house because it's not like you like get a guy out there every time there's a huge dent because it's like well there's gonna be another one like there's no point in having the guy come like you know fix every single. So yeah, not not a great. But to me, that's why the money setup. is meaningless. Your house is never yeah. gonna be fixed. Yeah, yeah. It's they just gonna keep happening. And yeah, I mean, I do think it probably is a bit like once you're on the course and you realize, I mean, it's like, do you remember, have you ever been like, if you're at a driving range and that guy in the little cart comes out, it's like free. You got to hit that guy. It's, you, you everybody guy. completely <laughs> gives up on whatever they're working on, which usually isn't much. And it is just an all out assault on the man Open driving season, the little cart. Yeah. yeah. And, and the like guy knows. Know, everyone, cart... invo- everyone involved knows. Yeah. Oh, I would say he's like an active participant. In it. He's like, this <laughs> yeah. is what's going to happen and it's fun for everybody. And, I, and he's protected. <laughs> yeah. They put him in a suit or something. Yeah. He should be in one of those suits you wear when you're like working with attack dogs. Just let <laughs> us go nuts. <laughs> That's what they yeah, get. to pull those, those cages around the house. Suits. Yeah. And make him drive one time right in front of everybody, like a foot away. He's got to do one lap got, right there. We got him. We got him one of those beanbag sumo suits that were like in every party <laughs> sequence from uh, college movies in like the mid two thousands. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Um, yeah, the whole thing. I, I, they're just getting complete. Like, and some of it. I mean, the d- dents are one thing. Uh, apparently, the breaking point for one woman was just someone just fired a golf ball through her son's bedroom window in the middle of the day, which. This is like yeah. the Godfather. <laughs> yeah. Where my children sleep. <laughs> Somebody said one of my neighbor's daughters got hit on the arms. <laughs> Just kidding. This was like hail. It's like constant man-made hail destroying these people's houses. Um, and they say, so obviously they've reached out. What it sounds like is I, they are separate entities, but they were built at the same time, which is you got to hate to see that as the condo developers to be like, hey, they're building a golf course right, right there. Um and apparently the golf course used to be a little more cooperative and would like try to put stuff up and would pay for damages at some, but apparently they just stopped. They just got tired of doing that. And now the condo people, whenever they contact, they basically just get told to fuck off whenever they are like, Hey, can you stop these people from pelting all these people, you know, all of the residents of this little condo area, um, which yeah, I guess it's like, I mean, it's like Mike, like you said, it's like, at a certain point, it's like, look, there's nothing we can do here. This is, what do you want us to do? push this rock up the hill forever? Like, no, they're just going to get hit by <laughs> golf balls. Um, so yeah, they're they're, uh, and then this is like a real. I guess this makes sense, but said, this is from the golf course owner. They say with the design of the course, it would be difficult to move the closest tee location from a, from the homes. Which I guess is true, but that also seems like a real like we are not trying to fix this. Right, so, yeah. it's a real like that's not that's a you problem, not a me problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which makes me think too. I can't see like the layout of the holes, but I feel like there is like people are teeing off at the houses. It look it seems like based on all of this, it feels like maybe it's like a short hole and the houses are right behind it, and they're just getting absolutely pelted. Just a guy so. chomping on a huge cigar and then just uncorking one. <laughs> what a great verb, uncorking one. Really letting them fly. Um, yeah, you gotta, uh, you got, they got to they got to incorporate the jackass defense. They got to get the air horn out there and, and you know spook these people. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's um, the thing. If you're not going to get your house fixed or money, like it's got to be like a revenge plot. Like there's got to be something you can do in retaliation, and I don't know what that is. You you also it's like it would be impossible like to sell because it's so <laughs> obvious. Like it's not something you can hide until they move in, and then you're like, sorry, you know, paper signed. Like they walk up to see your house, and it's covered in dents. Right. <laughs> like, like and the realtor's just sighing, like. Legally, I have to tell you that your daughter will get hit in the arm with a golf ball. <laughs> yeah, I would recommend boarding up all the windows on this side of the house. Um, maybe looking hey, at some so dent the, siding. <laughs> how does the does the golf course have any? Uh, like, does that, it's pretty close. Do you guys have any issues uh, with anything? Or uh, why don't I show you the guest room? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like with the frequency that they're suggesting here, it would be difficult to get through an open house without multiple like <laughs> loud like, things like just getting pelted you probably it would be dangerous to park at an open house in this neighborhood your car you'd break your window um yeah. so those are speed those are those are uh, those are energy efficient dents that's what those are for that's actually <laughs> yeah that's on it's purpose stippling it's natural stippling to remove reduces the carbon footprint of the house don't don't, don't worry about it um this is right. This is this is off topic, but I'm I'm, I'm realizing I have a, someone with Massachusetts knowledge in here. Um, what is? Are you familiar with the town of Bellingham, Massachusetts? Bellingham, yes. I'm I'm from closer to Cape Cod area, so it's a little far away, but I am familiar with it. That's not like a rural area, is it? It's like no. Okay, because this show I watch that drops survival experts into the wilderness had a guy from Bellingham, and I was like, that doesn't really seem like a survival expert hotbed you know everybody else no. is what expect they're like from like rural florida or like you know idaho nebraska like and then that guy was in there and he had a heavy boston accent which was very hell yeah very weird to hear someone talk about like the dangers and glory of nature uh in like a heavy boston accent he's like i got it my access to fresh water here is very unfortunate. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like very, that's very much what it's like. He's like, ah, there's wolves around here. Hopefully they don't find my camp. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Kid, what are you doing? Stop biting me. Okay, so I, I, I looked up uh, Bellingham here, and the commerce section on Wikipedia is very good because it, it has this sentence. Other developments are in the work, such as the new plaza along South Main Street with the town's third Dunkin' Donuts and a fourth Dunkin' Donuts on Hartford Avenue. So there's oh, one yeah. sentence that references two different Dunkin' Donuts that are coming <laughs> to this area. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. And when that guy's next... talking about no fresh water, what he means is <laughs> yeah. Dunkin'. Right. That's and how he next survives. Sen- he collects the... rainwater in, in cold brew cups from Dunkin'. They right. leave outside of his tent. Right. The next sentence, during 2007, a mini golf course was torn down, giving way to a moderate-sized development at the intersection of Mechanic Street and Maple Street near the Franklintown border. And the MBTA Forge Park Station that includes a gas station, a fifth Dunkin' Donuts, D'Angelo yes. <laughs> Sandwich Shops. D'Angelo's is so good. The yeah. first Cumberland Farms is located on Be- in Bellingham. They were the original Cumberland Farms. First Cumbies is like, that. yeah, that's a badge of honor. Cumbies, that's not a great abbreviation. Cumbies? Would- What's wrong with it? Well, you I know. was not aware of it, the Cumbies abbreviation. Bees? Until I heard is it the Bees you, you have a problem with? Until I heard, heard what you said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nobody, nobody. That sounds yeah. like an award of some sort. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, it's yeah, it's so. it's fun. It really feels like it felt like the opening of a sketch because it's like introducing everybody that you expect to see on the show. It's like a guy from like deep Georgia with like all camo everything, and then it's just Mitch from Bellingham, and he's like, "I'm looking <laughs> forward to the opportunity to test my uh, survival <laughs> skills." 
<laughs> like, all right, man. He also like, I don't know if he's leaning into it or he just is that guy. He does catch some fish and then be like, <laughs> has him in a pot. He goes, boy, what I'd do for some heavy cream right now? Make a chowder. It's like, dude, you're <laughs> maybe a hero. A chowder. In <laughs> and then shits on red. He's like, red chowder. I don't believe in that shit. That's garbage. I was like, dude. Well, he's right about that. New York yeah. chowder's fucking trash. Mm-hmm. It's, get, but, uh, you know, check him out. <laughs> check out Mitch. You gotta air, you gotta air that grievance while you're in the woods. <laughs> That's right. Someone's finally saying it. New York chowder's trash. Manhattan <laughs> chowder, what do they call it? I don't know. Yeah, let everybody let everybody on the on Vancouver Island know that all the cougars out there. Also, it's great that there it, he was in an area with a lot of cougars because cougar is just a fun word to hear him say. So, yeah, check Ooh, out yeah. Mitch on alone, and check out uh, if there's a golf course near your house that's getting it pelted with balls constantly. My two <laughs> recommendations. Uh, Sounds number... like they want to live four away from there. Oh boy, uh... four away. Folks, if you like this episode, check out our bonus episode at patreon.com slash whatatimepod. This week, Mike Scollins sticks around, and we talk about a lot of things. We talk about a couple of different robberies uh, that are humorous in nature and uh, no harm done. And we discuss a haunted child that shares my name. So check it out. We also give a rundown of Stephen Summers movies from the 90s and early 2000s. Thank you. Number three. Number three. Uh, number three comes to us from uh, Frotage Cheesemonger in Discord, and uh, yeah, that's a that's a visual joke. Um, uh, frottage, I guess, is the is the pronunciation we're going yeah. for, like cottage, but I that's believe it's Mitch pronounced frottage. Uh-huh. Doing uh, some frottage with these cougars. <laughs> but. Uh, so thanks for making me say that. Appreciate that. Uh, but thank you also for anyone for unfamiliar, being the proper vocabulary for dry humping the the font, the, the you know it's what Correct. that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, this is a story uh, about a family in uh, let's see in Los Angeles, their old family home, um, and their father. I, I guess that one of their uh, one of the grandparents, one of their you know I guess the uh, his wife's this guy's wife's dad um in a basement crawl space had been collecting copper pennies because in the 80s the u.s uh in the mint reduced the amount of copper so i guess he thought they were going to become more valuable the actual copper ones like these are the good ones you know they spend a little more or something i have no idea mm-hmm. um you I just guess, can't like, the, you can't replicate you know, that old penny feel that smooth that's right. heavy that's right. copper content so, so the, the, the it was eight hundred thousand pennies were in this crawl space, um, which is uh, you know substantial and uh, eight bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, was that they, like almost a dollar? <laughs> pretty wild. Uh, and they so they had to like they they thought there might be a really old penny in there that's worth a lot of money because there are some old pennies are worth up to like a million dollars uh, or um, you know or, or at least hundreds of thousands 1.7 million apparently is there is maybe the record of, of so they thought maybe there's you know something out something in there and there's 800,000 of them so they started <laughs> they started going through them after doing some research and uh, guess how long after they started they gave up 
I mean, if it was me, 45 seconds? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 20, 23 hour. minutes. <laughs> hour? This, is, this is in the service of maybe finding a million-dollar penny. They lasted Not an worth hour. It. They went through 300 <laughs> pennies, so they're trying to sell the whole thing. Uh, this is building in the chance there might be a million-dollar penny in there. Uh, they're selling the whole thing for 25 grand. That's what they want to sell all the pennies for. Um, yeah, they're, they're, know, they're selling a blind boxes of pennies basically now exactly just like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's these people it's like need to have some mar- sense <laughs> <laughs> jesus it's like, it's like a, uh, <laughs> i like that one actually. it's a, it's yeah, a, yeah, working mean, on it, a damn joke a big, book over there it's a big i don't need up, a million bucks I mean, that bad no it's not that is nonsense busy work well see that's I mean, the thing is co- i think that the mistake they made is like sitting down there and being like oh this is what i'm doing i feel like if that was me you get like a bucket, you go down, you get a bucket of pennies, you watch Netflix or something, turn on a TV show, and then you kind of just like go through the pennies, you know, like you're folding laundry, like in the background, you know, maybe print out a, a, a flashcard with all the good ones. That would be the worst part is if you had to actually Google every single penny and be like 1973. It feels hey. like something like a babysitter that doesn't want to deal with the kids. It's like, here's 800,000 pennies. Find the oldest one. <laughs> I'm timing you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to win? Um, of course, that would result probably in a kid eating a huge amount of pennies and having to go to the hospital. And I can tell you from Winter, experience oh. that if you eat a coin while someone's babysitting, they will call 911. And then a really? gold tooth will come and <laughs> see if you're okay. Yep. Pretty What'd stressful. You eat? A quarter. A quarter. Yeah. That's big. That's a big Which that's they needed back. Uh, yeah. Not not too big, if that's the question you're wondering about. It, it does. Man with they a do gold just go. Tooth? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was a very formative moment for me. I guess he walked in and he kind of Pesci laughed. from Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, was, he was, came was, in. That, that was he was casing the house. That wasn't a, that wasn't a it wasn't really there to help you. Yeah, that's, that's messed up. He opened the door. His hack got burned off by my blowtorch. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And then he told me that I, I was did, just going to shit the quarter out later. I did set up all traps. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Man, I mean, didn't somebody do, I think I saw a video of someone, like they brought in, which is just one of these things where it's like, you got to respect some of these kind of like clickbaity type videos that people make, because even though they're really stupid, I'm like, I do. They had brought in an ER doctor or something, and they were basically like, how many times would Marv have died? Like, what would be, if, if Marv was taken from the Home Alone house to a hospital, what would you have to do to keep him alive? <laughs> it was just you oh, know. that feels. I would say that's not even clickbait. That like would have been a fine episode of MythBusters or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like that. I actually hope you send me that link. I will go find it and and send it to you. I feel, I feel like what they yeah they need to use like Most of them all the stuff you. that gets done to them right with with like one of those dummies like the gel dummies from uh, Forged in Fire that they use to like test oh, yeah. the blade. You know, and to see how <laughs> mashed up the guy gets when a iron falls on him from uh, three stories up, or a brick from the top of an Upper West Side brownstone hits him flat in the face. It's like, yeah, he, I think that he's was dead. yeah. Rewatching one of those, that one for some reason, even though so much bad shit happens to those guys, that one feels particularly brutal. Or yeah, there is a part where uh, Macaulay Culkin just overhands a brick into his head <laughs> like, <laughs> like several there's like there's like a ha- there's like at least like two no or three panache to it like it's not even like a well thought out trap i'm just gonna toss a brick at your head yeah there's yeah. not even a rope on it or anything he just we're coming up there him. and then he gets hit you know and uh yeah and then yeah, at least later you know he turns into a skeleton when he gets elected well that's my favorite trope yeah. in <laughs> halloween 2 no halloween 2 jesus christ home alone 2 
Yeah, Halloween. And you get electrocuted and briefly turn into a skeleton and then turn back. <laughs> yeah. And then you, no, and this then is all. Fine. I mean, if the people in Halloween two had had the ingenuity that Macaulay Culkin is, just sending Mike Myers. Oh, Myers his, would have been dead immediately. Yeah. Get hit with an iron. Throw, I mean, nobody just, tries that against Michael Myers. Throwing a brick at his head, full speed. Maybe that. Michael would work. Myers lifting his head up to uh, <laughs> do like a handstand to dunk his head into the toilet for some reason, and then yeah. uh, oh my god, a Halloween, uh, Home Alone style Halloween would be so fucking good. Oh man, can we can we reserve that now? I know. Add I feel like we shouldn't our... have even just said that out loud because it's such a good idea. Yeah, can you bleep that out? <laughs> just in the next twenty minutes, just us talking about a great movie idea we had. That all we have to do is secure the rights to both franchises, which and I think that easy. they're both in the public domain right now, right? Yeah. We'll add Chucky; it'll be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll just add it to we, we have a couple of pieces of IP we're sitting on for movies here. We got <laughs> we got Baby Crank, we got Russian Shrek. That's uh, you know, we've got a couple. We got a, this podcast has all... been sitting on Michael Myers IP for so long. <laughs> something? How'd you even get it? I don't. Yeah, we have to do one episode a year about Michael Myers to keep the keep one of your Patreon tiers is like you have to give us a really valuable piece of IP. <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, we 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 lost out on the rights to Dick Tracy, obviously, famously to Warren Beatty, mm-hmm. but we but we did get Mike Myers. Mike, it's 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 not Michael Myers, it's Mike Myers. I don't know why I said Mike Myers. It's the rights to Mike Myers' life. That's what we have the rights to. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's a cool loop. Very ill advised. No, no, no. This is not a Halloween movie. That would be illegal for me to make. This is a biography of the killer Michael Myers and what he gets up to. This is not that. Don't come oh, for me. Well, now you have my attention, sir. <laughs> yeah. Let's Go on. It's just, <laughs> it's the version of, I did enjoy that, uh, the good Twitter thing that popped up like last week of them just forcing t-shirt uh, graphic scraping bots to make extremely illegal <laughs> t-shirts. Yeah, that was fun. Just, just getting immediately sued by Disney. And let me tell you, stuff like Disney and Looney Tunes, they will... Send you a cease and desist because we've gotten one. So they're out there checking out well, their products. The, it's just a DMCA, but yes. yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, we're not, we're, well, if we got a letter, that would be alarming. But yeah, we lost our That's All Folks shirt, which we did not design. And is, you know, uh, yeah, that, was, that, that stinks. It's gone. It's gone forever. To get us, you know, the haters. Yeah, rare, rare collectible. Probably tripled, you know, quadrupled in value. If you've it's probably worth like one. at least, at least. Eight hundred thousand dollars, probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, eight hundred thousand pennies at the very which least, which is a hundred times more, uh, more valuable than these pennies. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I hope that at some point they had to move it to the basement because it was just threatening the integrity of the house. Because that's ha- that's heavy. I don't think you can put that anywhere that's not directly on a foundation. Yeah, presumably yet. he started it in like a like my, like my my dad has a or had. I don't think they, I think they probably finally got it to the bank or whatever. But he had a um like a not like a big oversized Coke bottle. Um, like piggy bank, oh, yeah, you know, that was on, that was on the floor, and it was full, and it was like I don't know, two feet tall, and it was it weighed like a hundred pounds when it was <laughs> yeah. full, and it's like, well, I guess this is just here now. It's just part of the landscape. It doesn't have any actual value. Uh, yeah. It's like a rock that you can't get out of your yard, so you can't get a yeah. pool or something. So you now know, it's, it's decorative. Uh huh. Yeah. No, it's now a landmark. It basically assembled like slowly assembled like the equivalent of one of the great pyramids in the corner of your den by just putting <laughs> one penny at a time into a big souvenir. Which I also have one of those. I don't know what thing. I will say one of the greatest things ever uh, was in New Orleans. I went to a place that had the big fake coin, the big fake uh, 
It was like a fake Bud Light bottle that was meant to be a coin bank. So it's like as big as like a child. And they just would fill them with actual beer and give them to you. What oh, a city. What a place. Great place. Yeah. Top notch. Did not, did not, being the bouncer of that bar did not seem like a great time. But, you know, <laughs> outside of that, very fun. Yeah, so I, I last sips must have been disgusting. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a warm. It's warm pretty much before you get to the bottom of the neck. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's warm by the time it's full. Yeah, yeah, it's just <laughs> almost immediately. Uh, just kind of equalizes to room temperature, um, and yeah, a lot harder to suddenly leave that on a table somewhere in the bar. It's really kind of gross. Just leave this giant uh, coin bank full of stale beer. Um, yeah, but I don't know the the hundred thousand. I mean. How do you even get to give that away? Someone needs to bring like a right. There's also a hundred thousand in shipping costs or something. <laughs> yeah, individually, I would like to know the the weight of this. I, if it is all copper, I wonder if that's the best thing to do. I mean, on one hand, it probably is like might be less than just getting one cent for each of them, but you can just weigh it at least. Go into pond, you know, go to a pawn shop and just be like, here, yeah. Quite a chore to leave the people that survived you with just to count eight hundred thousand pennies. I mean, he was planning but. on cashing in, you know, um, and unfortunately, uh, you know, did not did not get it get a chance to see that you know happen for him. Sad, sad to say. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. It's too, so it's it, there. Apparently, each penny is two two and a half grams. I, mean, I don't know if the copper ones are heavier, but let's just go with what they're saying right now. Um, so it's two million grams. It's about. <laughs> It's about a little over two tons, is what this weighs. Oh, oh no. my god! That poor seems... mailman that's delivering it. Is that even <laughs> safe for the, <laughs> the foundation of the house? I feel like it crack through concrete. It's like a car. <laughs> it's like a yeah, just uh, just rolling it out. Yeah, I mean, just going. That's yeah. It's like you can have it if you come and take it. It's like I don't want to do that. You'll have to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to end up paying to remove these. I feel like that's the legitimate outcome of this is they're going to have to hire like a junk hauler to come fucking move a bunch of pennies out of their basement. Like the only time you can lift something like that, they say, is like when a child is in danger and you can suddenly (laughs) lift a car. Yeah, that's what they're going to have to do. (laughs) They're going to have to put their child in danger. Yeah, they're going to have to push it onto someone's kid so that they can lift (laughs) it up and take it home. (laughs) Yeah, burrow into there. Man. Um, so, yeah, I guess they said they have a potentially interested buyer. Um, you know, I will see if that comes a really serious buyer. So um, <laughs> on Facebook Marketplace so we'll see, where they listed 800,000 pennies. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're on, yeah, they're on Facebook Marketplace, that the, the place where only serious buyers need apply. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like, dude, people so can't get rid of pianos for free. You think you can get rid of 800,000 pennies for a, for a money? I think you're, you're for three times vulnerable. what they're worth uh, under the assumption that there's a valuable one somewhere in there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I would, I just pack them in individual boxes and yeah, I'd be like a hundred pennies. Maybe of that, maybe a really right. rare one. Right. Then go. it becomes like, like a pack of Pokemon cards of like, maybe there's a great one in here. There's a hundred of them. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So like That's booster good. packs of pennies, you know? That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, we got some more precious metals news. Uh, if you want to do number two, <laughs> number two, Number two this week, uh, this comes to us from Sean Hoggerty. Just a normal, pleasant name to say. Thank you to Sean Hoggerty. I mean, I don't think that's his government name, but who knows? Um, this is a new thing in, in Korea. 
that there's a new type. I mean, already there's like, is Korea at the same level as uh, Japan with like in, like vending machine variety and all that? Because I know like ha- half of, I want to go to Japan and half of it is just because I love a vending machine. And I want to yeah. just. You've been to Japan. I have Scotland. not. Scotland, uh, I've you been, have. Uh, I've been twice, and and their vending machine game, as far as I've seen, is unmatched. But I've never been to South Korea, so yeah. And I imagine, North, only, Korea, and I imagine Scot- North Korea's isn't great. Scotland's has only been to North <laughs> Korea. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's just it's only it just smushes. That's what they got to do. They got to smush all eight hundred thousand of those pennies. Get you know. 800,000 flat pennies with a picture of the Pittsburgh <laughs> incline on them or whatever. Um, yeah, but that's the only thing in North Korea. You just get flat pennies with a great leader on them. That's the only thing that's dispensed. <laughs> what was the top? I'm curious. No, what was the it's top? It's probably illegal to smash pennies because the you'd be smashing his face on the coin. That's no good. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Deface it. You're going to um, go in there and smash a penny. You're finished. <laughs> done for. It's going to be an international um, incident, months long, to get you back. Yeah, you can go. You have to flee and then go on Joe Rogan and lie about what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> Why and didn't you read the like, briefing from the State <laughs> Department that you're not supposed to smash the pennies? Good yeah. grief. Biden is screaming that we need our penny man back, but not doing anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I'm curious. In though, Russia, what was the penny best? smashes you. Okay, yeah. yeah. I like how well, even the AI voice gave up on that one at the end. It was like, <laughs> you know the rest of this sentence. It's yeah. <laughs> there was like a sigh. How did you build the sigh into the AI there? But it's going to hurt me more if I don't say it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, what was the what was the best vending machine? The top vending machine in Japan. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, the snack vending machine was the top just because the variety of snacks are so incredible mm. over there. Yeah, um, no other really. Where you were just like, this is cr-, you know. Can't believe the convenience here. I was one of those coffee uh, I mean, they ones. Had, like very, very expensive uh, electronics that you're like, oh, it's surprising that this comes in a vending machine. But now I feel like a lot of U.S. airports have those as well. Yeah, the Best Buy vending machine. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love but it's that like those a novelty have, at a time. I also love that those have bill. Like, like somebody's going to pay for you know, a pair of AirPod Maxes with like 20. It's like just feeding them <laughs> into a vending machine for a half. Like if you ever wanted to be robbed more. Um, well, speaking of very expensive vending machines, that's what's happening here in Seoul, uh, or in, I guess in other places in South Korea. I guess there's been, um, you know, gold is having a good uh, good time in terms of value, which generally means that the world is having a bad time. Uh, gold kind of is a, having a good time. Yeah. Is gold Ever having form. the best week ever <laughs> as the global economy is in shambles? <laughs> Um, so they've started putting in, uh, and these are at convenience stores. This isn't like, you know, somewhere crazy. Uh, you can just buy gold bars now at these vending machines and convenience stores. You can buy, uh, five sizes of gold bar, uh, picking from- up a <laughs> Buffalo chicken roller and an ingot. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll have the taquito and then some bullion, please. If you do, um, bullion, I don't know. I don't, it's not a word I need to say in my tax bracket. So um only yeah, bullion yeah. i'm interested in is beef it's cubes baby <laughs> for my stews <laughs> patty's famous stews <laughs> um, for my very watery broths <laughs> that i'm making oh can i yeah. interest you in some stew i got a stew on the on the stove if anybody was interested in it's like yeah i'll just take a beer i guess i'm good <laughs> um so yeah you get you can five sizes are available anywhere from uh 0.13 ounces to 1.3 ounces of uh of gold purchasable at a convenience store and then i assume getting you punched in the back of the head when you leave the convenience store carrying multiple pieces of 
untraceable for precious metals. I mean, like, just rob them, rob the store, take the yeah, machine, right? Absolutely, just take the machine with you. Yeah. It's got to be like super locked down. This has to be like such a, I mean, it's, that's a it's safe. very heavy. What you made is a safe that you can buy things out of. That's what you've created pretty much. Um, I mean, I like that it exists just because I like silly things and this is very silly, but the idea of a vending machine is like the convenience and I, and a gold bar is not an impulse purchase. Yeah. Like well, some kids not like, mom, can we, mom, can we please, please? And she's like, fine, you can have a gold bar. <laughs> yeah. Just a little, <laughs> did you buy the, you bought the five pound gold bar? For the manager? <laughs> Hi. Um, so, uh, I mean, I would say, but is it, the, you're going to have to eat the whole thing. Fine. I will. But the fact is, I feel like maybe a tiny little gold bar is only not an impulse purchase because it's hard to buy. Where I think the uh, the, the attraction of having a tiny little piece of gold is actually almost timeless. I mean, this is a goblin classic. This is like, who doesn't want a little, you know, valuable, this, shiny? This is definitely. This is goblin. Yeah. This is goblin stuff for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean... What if they, I mean, if they sold like the gold in the shape of like a little guy, you know, now we're talking like homies, get some homies, gold homies, pure gold homies. (laughs) And then solid gold gold homies. homies. Yeah. Um, And then this is so, but I mean, yeah, but also I'm like, this is probably the best use of your money that you could do at a convenience store at least. Like, I don't know. I mean, if you wake up the next day after you're shit-faced and you're like, I bought a gold bar last night, at least you can just go sell it for what you paid for it, I guess. Sure. Um, Most things you get from a vending machine are not investments. <laughs> yeah. It's like they always and say. And it's like, all right, I guess that's fine. Yeah. As soon as it leaves the vending machine, one-third of its value. That's what they say about investing in vending machine stuff. Um, do, the gold, these, do the gold bars come Don't in those sell little- these to miners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> miners? Oh, my God. This miners. Is- oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do the gold bars come in like a little plastic bubble? You know, those things that are like a real treat to just kind of pop mm-hmm. open. Oh, the little I, eggs. Yeah. 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 Need one of those. Yeah. I, 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 I'm trying to it's find the least a they could of... do. <laughs> yeah. Throw that in. I mean, they're not cheap. Dollars. Yeah. The, the smallest. So the, the 0.13 ounce bar is $225. That's the only one I was ever allowed to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other ones just make sure you get it there. Um, so I mean, this also sort of does track with just like the the horrific state of the idea of like investment uh, uh, for people who are like in their 20s and 30s these days where it's like, yeah, I mean, this is <laughs> there's another you don't have a 401k. So I guess you just buy some tiny gold bars over time every time you're at the 7-Eleven. Um, I don't know. I don't even know if that's like a markup. I don't know what the spot price of gold is off top off the top of my head, but um, young people in, in Korea and uh, old people here watching Fox News. That's who's buying gold these just days. Just stocking up. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I mean, I, I assume they have. I feel like, are they right next to the other? You get like a Coke right next to it. It's, uh, I mean, I don't know. I would like it's to n- buy one. I'm not going mean, to lie. It's, it's, it's next to the counter, which makes sense. You wouldn't want to have it in the back where you can't see what people are doing back there. But uh, yeah. it looks like it's, yeah, it's, it's a nice touch screen. It's all very it's it's a gold vending machine like it looks you know mm-hmm. it's all very themed. Yeah, um, it's like how all the gold at CVS is in the you know those locked doors next to the shampoo. So it looks like it's next to like a coffee like like an like an espresso type deal or or something. Um, yeah, I, uh, the real fun is like you know when a vending machine like a bag of chips is kind of like dangling and you're like oh I might get two <laughs> if I pick that one. <laughs> yeah, a massive windfall. You got like two gold bars. 
Yeah. Would be the opposite if you bought the 1.5, 1.3 ounce gold bar and then it got stuck on the way down. <laughs> Just <laughs> like, sing it all my quarters. Yeah. Just be the highest amount of crushing deaths in Korea. <laughs> like everyone getting these one faulty gold bar machine that keeps getting tipped over. Um, yeah. So, you know, hey, if you're in Seoul, South Korea, go purchase some gold at the 7 Eleven. Get your gold. Along with a little, little fried treat, a little twosome. Um, yeah. But uh, should we do our final story? Number one? We, we should. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. This one's a story uh, from uh, Turkey. And uh, it's, I'll just read the headline. A Turkish man knocked down basement wall to find 2,000-year-old underground city after chasing his chickens through a hole. So that is that is the origin of this guy finding this. Um he was chasing his chickens, you know, as one does uh, during, I guess he was doing some basement renovations and uh, yeah. he found an, an underground Turkish city that once housed two th- 20,000 people. So, um, yeah, sometimes I'd have bet my life. I'd have bet my life that number one was Grimace's birthday. This is shocking to me. <laughs> Look, you don't make the rules. You don't get to steer this podcast. I, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just saying that was what my assumption was going to be. I mean, I, this is cool too. <laughs> I guess this is no, fine what, or whatever. What is but... going on here? This is this is, this happened in the '60s. What is the, this? Is okay. I should have read this more carefully. But this is a story that was like posted, like it's like a new thing that happened, and it happened in the 1960s. Uh, the the New York Post aggregation it does explain the control. chickens a little more. <laughs> They're just aggregating old stuff. They're aggregating an article. From August to 2022, from BBC Travel, that's how they got to this, and they're posting it in June 2023. So they got they got my ass. So, but yeah, they're they're what scraper. a time to be alive when literally none of us were. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're look, they're uh, scrapers a little wonky. It's pulling stories from History.com and framing them as current news. <laughs> yeah, they're like it's, Alexander the Great with another huge victory. <laughs> you know who lived in that city uh, two thousand years ago was Grimace. And uh, yeah, that's right. He was the only one that was alive in the 60s. <laughs> Him, Uncle O'Grimacy. That's his weird Irish like yep. relative. Are you guys yep. familiar right. with had... Uncle O'Grimacy? Incredibly. But again, I'm not trying to steer the conversation <laughs> to Grimace. I just look. We're going to talk about Grimace for a minute. Yeah. Pace, pace Mike is holding specs. a huge purple folder that is spilling at the seams. <laughs> and just shoved it in the trash. <laughs> so angry. Yeah, he's he's got yeah. like a bunch of bankers boxes and they all have grimace written on them behind him he's like framed by uh <laughs> his these are my grimace papers that i keep my keepsakes yeah. and, and mementos to do with grimace uh i had i had the grimace meal yesterday actually uh for dinner last night what is and, it? Uh, it was nice. i didn't get the meal but i got the shake and it was pretty damn good yeah, the shake is it just it's a like shamrock a, shake or it's a grimace shake no it's purple shake it's a it's a it's a uh exclusive flavor that I guess it's supposed to be like mixed berry, but it truly just tastes like purple. Like it's like That's it's right. like uh, chemically mm. purple, and uh, and it was it was it was nice. I had a, I had the Big Mac meal, which I not I not had a Big Mac in a while, and I forgot Big Mac's pretty good. I don't know if you know this. That's right. I've sold a sold a lot of them. Um, Shamrock so, yeah, was Sean Uncle O Grimace's shake. Yeah. Yes. Uh, purple is his regular Grimace's shake. Yeah, which has been banned until now. They're too powerful. Um, <laughs> Shamrock shake is, I, I like, is like is like minty, right? That's not that, that's why I probably never had it's it. It's mint, and then they and then recently they started adding lime, not instead of mint. It's now like mint and lime, which I think is a mistake. Like a mojito or something. What's going on? Yeah, that feels yeah. that I feels guess. very Maybe not shamrock. Like refreshing milkshake. I don't know. 
Yeah, that doesn't feel like a, a very. Just do vanilla I mean, and put some green in it. It doesn't have to be a different flavor. Right. Like just like who cares? That's why I thought the pur- That's why I thought the grimace was going to be. It's like just make it purple with food coloring. Like it, you know. But I appreciated the little the little hint of mixed berry or whatever. It's berry supposed yeah, to be. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a I, I've like for cracked at one point. You know, I had to do a, a deep dive into fast food lore. And one of the funny things is that, like, there was, like, a brief, strange McDonald's TV show. You know, like, back, it was, like, for kids. It was, like, McDonald Land or whatever when they were still oh, yeah. turning into, turning foods into shows for kids. And, um, yeah, there's, first there's of all, it's a lot of lore. Yeah. And it's, like, it's drawn by the people that drew, like, it looks like the fucking Rugrats. wild thornberries. Yeah. It's, like, classy super. It's the guy that did Rugrats. It is the guy that did Rugrats. Yeah. So everybody looks horrifying. Um, but because they had to like do you know plot lines for the, the, the McDonald's show, it just kind of accidentally established so much weird canon of like McDonald's characters, like the grimaces are like they were like when they invented grimace, they were just like I don't know he's like a big guy that sells food, and now because of this show, it's like well the grimace is a race and they all live on Grimace Island and there's King Grimace. <laughs> it's like there's so much fucking background. It's um, weird that Grimace is a race, but also, like, that's his name, right? Yeah, they don't, they kind of skirt over. Like we're that. not all named for our race. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, it, they don't really go into that, just that they all live on an island and there is a King Grimace. And, um, why didn't they just do know? like a, just do like a Gonzo situation where it's like, look, you know, he's just Grimace. It's fine. He's he's from space. It. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Here's something I never knew. And apparently okay, fine. Ne- he's an alien getting pinned down after like 50 years. Yeah, the Nintendo route. The Nintendo Nintendo's the best at that shit. My f- just one of the greatest oh, fuck you <laughs> answers of all time. Somebody goes, what's Mario's last name? And they go, Mario. And they go, his name is Mario yeah. Mario. And they go, yes. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Yoshi has been a bunch of different stuff. Um, and then the other what one we, like we were lo- talking about, yeah. Kath, being, Kath being trapped in her sphere was there like, when people, you know, of course, with like Pokemon, they were like, is it like ethical to put them in the balls? And they were just like, they like it in there. It's their favorite. They love parts. it in there. <laughs> yeah. It's fun, yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Just They have all their thrill. favorite food in there. Yeah, it's fine. It's, yeah, yeah, it's great. They can be they on like their better phone. better in there than when they're fighting. Yeah, they're mad when they're free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would be too if every time I left my house, it was to fight another person. <laughs> Not ideal. Um, okay. Yeah, oh, I didn't great. know I'm this. Getting hit, I'm getting hit with tackle again as soon as I wake <laughs> up. That's really thanks. Oh, great! Uh, another just covered in string, shot by a metapod. As soon as I walk, <laughs> I'm on my way to work. My speed is now greatly reduced. Um, yeah, I don't. I didn't know this, and I've never even. I don't think seen pictures of it in the 1970s and 1980s. He was often seen sporting a mullet and braces. Did Grimace have a mullet and braces for two decades? There, there was like I don't remember Grimace? that, but he used to have an extra set of arms. Yeah, that was like OG. He had six. Original had, uh, Grimace was evil, and he had extra arms. And then yeah. they took off two arms and made him nice. They took two what off two he, arms what? because he was scary. He like legitimately was scaring children. Was right, Grimace like you actively like... did not want to go to McDonald's <laughs> yeah. because the evil Grimace might be there. <laughs> yeah. Was, was he? So was he like also trying to steal the like stuff? He was like also like a hamburger. Like there's he was a hamburger for milkshakes. It's like oh okay, only for milkshakes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here, here is the braces grimace. I don't know why they made him a teen. Uh, I guess he was a teenager because he was. He oh wasn't my even god! Alive in the, oh, good grief! He <laughs> wasn't oh, even alive in the sixties. Horrible. So, and I feel like most pictures we see of grimace, he doesn't even have teeth, let alone perfect ones. 
Yeah, I've never been. I've never seen a picture of Grimace and been like, I wish I could see his teeth. I want. I do love the idea that the one thing Grimace is self conscious about with his body is his teeth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the existence of Grimace with braces intimates there, like you know, suggests that there is a Grimace with just very bad teeth. Yeah, there's a gap toothed Grimace before. <laughs> this all happened, but yeah, I would. I don't know how this lasted for more than two hours that they kept this. It's very weird, and also like it kind of just looks like Grimace has a grill, which would be another decision. Well, I, I I believe that this is a new photo of Grimace as part of his birthday marketing campaign. Oh, this is okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. this was never like back in the day. He used to have braces. Yeah. Yeah, well, McDonald's, McDonald's is doing. Like, they're doing a really good job blurring the lines of like what is a vintage photo and what isn't because that because yeah. you know, like they're. Really I mean, the marketing like, campaign clearly struck a chord with people this past <laughs> week. I, I I hope whoever came up with it got a raise or something. Yeah, maybe they came up with it because they were just like, "Hey, everyone is living a tortured existence. I think we can just say it's Grimace's birthday, and right. people will take that joy and run with it." He's turning 53, which, as we all know, is a milestone (laughs) birthday for everybody. 53. Why did we do this three years ago? Now, here's a guess that I know. I guess June 2020, no one was really celebrating their birthday. But it it is very funny that it's such a big deal that Grimace turned 53 this week. Yep, he can buy porn finally. He's fifty three. <laughs> well, they they didn't know how old he was. They had to cut. They had to vivisect him and count the rings. That's the only way you can tell. But it, but it doesn't hurt him. He's yeah. fine. Grimace loves being dissected. I'm adding that to the wiki right now. He's uh, like a fucking the Junji Ito story, whatever it is. <laughs> I, I love I love I love this image I just sent. It's it's from the from the promo, promo for the shake. It's Grimace with shades on next to a DeLorean. Um, <laughs> Which he does not. Yes, fit with very like cool bisexual lighting. I really yeah. like that photo a lot. And then uh, yeah, got, he also ha- he has, a, he has an air freshener. Grimace. He has an air freshener of himself. Also, if you look at the yeah, which would suggest it there. smells like grimace, which is not who, something you really. Who is manufacturing these? Where is this coming from? What is going? Uh, on? And I did tweet about this, but my man, you're not going to fit in that car. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that's safe. Not even close. Yeah. You got to get a bigger, you got to get it. I think Jeep Wrangler is more of a, that's kind of the Grimace car. (laughs) Grimace needs like a top-down car. (laughs) Yeah. Grimace driving under a low-hanging bridge in his Wrangler and severing his head, (laughs) decapitating himself. Look, I mean, this this kind of thing, like, you know, everyone else, like, you know what they are, right? Like, even like the Mayor McCheese and like, oh yeah, he's like a burger, but he's a guy, whatever. But like... Grimace is just like he's just like a weird guy. Like I, that's like that's yeah. the best kind of mar- like a Gonzo. Thing. Yeah, it's like just make it a guy. I don't know. He's yeah. just a, he's just I don't know. Whatever. And they, they've lied a couple times because there's a big one. People say whenever they think it's like they're like he's a taste bud, and then it turns out that was just another somebody asked like a McDonald's CEO like what is Grimace, and he was like, like I don't know, man, taste bud maybe. Taste- and then everyone taste was like, I guess up. so. Yeah, it's better than he didn't say like the he's official one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a, I think the official thing at some point was that he was the embodiment of a milkshake, like the vibe. Grimace is a, a, just uh-huh. a milkshake vibe. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Bringing old scary, collector Grimace. glasses. There's like a there's like a Captain Hook looking guy. Was there a pirate that's part? Oh, of Oh, that's uh, he he liked uh, the fillet of fish. Oh, that uh, makes sense. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Captain Crook, very good. That's right. Okay. They're all criminals. <laughs> this is. Yeah, Donald Town is overrun with crime. Beset, beset by people who are trying to steal. What was yeah. Birdie trying to steal the nuggets? What's I mean, that's yeah. kind of messed up. What's her deal? 
conservatives uh, need to chill out about Chicago and start worrying about the crime rate in McDonald land. Everyone yeah, is McDonald's a career criminal. I mean, they do have Officer Big Mac, but I'm sure he's got his hands full with this many criminals. Mayor uh, McBurdy, the early bird, was to introduce their uh, th- when they started doing breakfast. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, one very fun thing they they released a, a Grimace's birthday video game, which it was Patty that yes. sent this to me, and oh, yeah. uh, very funny that the premise is Birdie has gotten tangled in telephone wires, <laughs> and you have to go save her. I'm not making this. Birdie crashed into power lines. You need to bring her body back to her family so that she can be buried. Deliver properly. the news to her parents before your birthday celebration. Yeah, show up. You need with to drive Birdie across <laughs> McDonald Land or bring in her coffin. Yeah, show Cremate up with a Birdie folded, before <laughs> a folded McDonald's placemat and inform Birdie's family that unfortunately <laughs> she got tangled in power lines and died. It's, they yeah, should the, yeah. The, the, the Kevin Bacon movie Taking Chance, which is about basically this plot, but with Birdie. Very good. <laughs> with Birdie and the Grimace. <laughs> yeah. Look, you know what? That's that's true friendship. When your f- friend gets tangled up in telephone lines, would you go you on a ski, adventure? You got a skateboard on like, How is that the first thought? Just be like, Birdie can't find your party. <laughs> Are you well? I mean, that just means that she this probably happens a lot. This seems like it's not the first time. It's just, did you you guys have the uh, any of the Halloween nuggets, those toy nuggets? Oh, hell yeah, those guys were very cool, they were really great. Yeah, Julio Torres like collects them or at least posts about them a lot. (laughs) That's also when the McDonald's Happy Meals would come in like a candy collecting tub. Yeah, really yeah. even though they yeah, were way too right. small for like the amount of trick or treating that kids were planning on doing. Yeah, I, I feel like they yeah. stopped making those because they were so mouth sized. That's just you really. I think nowadays, if you heard a pitch like, "Hey, what if it's like a mouth sized toy that looks like a food?" People would be like, "Yeah, that's a no, we're not so. gonna." <laughs> seems like a not a great idea here. Okay, but, well, my next idea is what if Grimace turns fifty three next? Yeah. Month? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, "Okay, well now now we have an idea that's going on the board." This this is this was the the uh, idea of an executive who was trying to subtly remind everyone that it was his birthday next month. He was like, "What if somebody <laughs> that's very important was turning fifty three one month from today?" And they were like, "Grimace, somebody who's was like maybe <laughs> equally maybe beloved, perhaps I don't know, yeah. Yeah. a little underappreciated, maybe you know, just for people forget about him every once in a while." Uh-huh. Started out evil, <laughs> <laughs> had two of his vestigial... But has since come around? Yeah, had famously had two arms removed because he was <laughs> scaring children. Sound like anyone we know? <laughs> yeah, I do think, bring back Scary Grimace. It's time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Bring back the villains. Uh, well, wow. so yeah, the Turkish... Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry this happened. That. You can go read about it. It's fine. It's it's pretty cool. You know, it's an old city. That's like a neat thing to find under your under your house. But again, it happened. Six, old. It's older than Grimace. The this the, this news. So um, yeah, you know, focus on Grimace. We're trying to keep it. Did a Mike bit more successfully? Current. Did Mike successfully grab the pe- steering wheel from the passenger side and send us into a twenty minute discussion on Grimace? I do feel yes. guilty about what I just did. Anyone who Look, listens to the podcast knew as soon as you mentioned Grimace, it was we're it's dead, over. dead in the water. It's over. <laughs> we're getting, we're going off on a tangent. Yeah. Look, he deserves well, it. It's his birthday. It's nice. That's right. Yeah. Well, 
I don't say, do you have anything to plug, Mike, uh, supporting the writers? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not working at the moment, so nothing really to plug. Um, I will say, uh, if anyone is so inclined, you can go to entertainmentcommunity.org uh, and donate to the Entertainment Community Fund, uh, which does not go to writers. It just goes to uh, other members of the industry that are impacted by the work stoppage. Crew and cast, or yeah, crew, probably not cast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, they give money to the cast. If you, if you donate to that. <laughs> it Shamar all goes Moore, to the friends cast. Yeah, it goes to Shamar Morris because you can't be in SWAT right now. And <laughs> you can pockets it. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. And people, that people can find find you on social at, uh, at Mike Scollins, right? That's the. That's right, yeah. The, mm-hmm. Real easy. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything Become a subscriber at patreon.com slash whatatimepod for weekly bonus episodes and much more. And head to whatatimepod.com slash links for our merch store, Discord, and more. Follow Patty, Kath, and Eli on Twitter and Instagram at Patty Moe, at Kath Barbadoro, and at Eli Uden. And check out Kath's other podcasts, Lie, Cheat, and Steal, about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters, wherever you get your podcasts. Here's where you can see us doing stand-up this week. Nowhere. Not for me. Uh, I personally would like to plug uh, In Soviet Russia, Penny Smashes You. That's why I'm, that's what I'm plugging this week. Yeah, Shelby's <laughs> new special is coming out. It's called In Soviet Russia, Penny Smashes You. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This I don't know. city was wanna... on the best sellers list. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you want to follow uh, Liza on Instagram, Liza.Legoto. She was on the Doggist this week. It was very exciting for us. That's uh, huge, yeah. So. She's uh, she's losing teeth, and uh, she just showed up and uh, and is about to go into her crate for a nap. So that is that's what's going on over here. To be clear, teeth that she is supposed to lose, she's baby not, teeth. Yeah, she keeps getting yeah she keeps getting in scraps of other dogs and uh, losing teeth. No, they're little, they're little teeth. Oh. It, it's it is something I did not think about before we got a puppy that uh, yeah they have to lose their teeth so they'll just like you'll be playing with something like playing with a little toy and then you'll just hear a little pop and there's like a little shark tooth on the ground so. Hmm. Yep. Nice thing to anyway. step on in the morning, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Mike. <laughs>